0: I mean, would you say it's like a like a are you just doing it and they're following it? Or are you trying to like are you being vocal about it, like do as I do, you know, like mm-hmm. so
1: like it's you know, it's it's a combination of both. There's times where you don't need to you don't need to say anything. Mm-hmm. Right? You don't wanna you don't wanna just talk your way. Um, I was just listening to a podcast and it was great is like you have capital as a leadership. So imagine your leadership, you have just like, you have a bank account, right? And every time you speak or give demands, you're withdrawing money from your account, right? And you're, you're eventually if you just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk, talk, people don't want to listen. But -hmm. if you don't say you don't say a lot, you say the right things at the right Mm -hmm. moments. But the rest of the Mm -hmm. time, you kind of just show like, this is what I expect from you. But when you speak, you're going to have more attention, and they're going to listen more right? So that you, yeah. you, you, we all know those people that just yell and yell and yell. I mean, we were on a team together. Yeah. Same yeah. Thing. All they do yeah. is yell and you just tune them out. You don't listen yeah. to them because 100%. It's like, at, you just keep yelling and it's not, sometimes it's right. Sometimes it's wrong, but it's because the quantity of how much you're yelling that, that like, I, no one wants to listen to you. Um, yeah. so I think it's setting, setting the bar very high and seeing where this is, my standard and i want you guys to be with me but then encouraging yeah. people to get there yeah it's, yeah it's not always like just putting people down but it's like i want you to push your your levels here i just want you to raise it up a little bit and then when you get there i'm going to push you even farther but you need mm-hmm. to pick the moments and yeah. it's the you can't speak to to everyone the same and i think that's as as i continue to learn and grow more like that's that's a key to it all it's just understanding who you're speaking to and understanding which style of leadership is going to work best for them. 100%. I think I, I
0: really like what you said there is like picking your moments. I think that's a very big thing that leaders have to deal with is because, you know, if you pick the wrong moment, and you say the wrong thing to the wrong guy, you know, just not really understanding who he is and what makes him tick. Right. You know, you can really lose him like as a soldier. And right. he will like when even when you know that you're right, he's not going to follow you. Right. So it's really important. I think kind of diving into some things that your brother, Nick said is like knowing who you're leading. Right. Un- you exactly know, like
1: understanding and
0: understanding what makes them tick being empathetic. This like, we talked about this is like the emotional intelligence, just having that empathy. And like, it, it could be, you know, getting to know the person, their background, you know, yes. who, what figures did they have in their life that led them before? like, you know, I mean, there could be many things, right. you know, but it's I mean, it's finding out what makes them tick. And I think a very big thing of this is like practicing it. So using yes. training as a time when you can really experiment yes. what makes him click, like, am I going to get into this guy like right in front of everyone? Is that going to like get him pissed off and he's going to play the best Right. or am I going to lay off, go talk to him on the side and be like, look, man, this isn't good enough. Or am I going to ignore the bad things and hype up the good things? You know, like, I think training is a very, very opportune time for you to get yes. to know what makes your players the best. Or, right. I mean, in a, in a work setting, you know, when the pressure is off, it's the same yeah. idea. Is like exactly. just getting to know these people when the pressure is off and what makes them perform better and give you better results and make right. you more money.
1: What is leadership? leadership is building relationships and 100%. by building relationships up down the chain of command, left, right, allows mm-hmm. for effective communication. And what is effective mm-hmm. communication then provide it. The team will thrive because of it. Any, any leader in any position, it's like, when, when do you speak up and mm-hmm. when do you say something yeah. like going back to the leadership capital? Like you can only talk so much and demand so much of your subordinates Like yeah. at, at some point you will just push someone too far in one direction that now that now you've lost them. And that person can go on to then bring the group down. Yeah. And it's your fault as a leader, because you lost the individual in the first place. And if you had better or better relationship with this person or more effective communication, or sometimes not saying anything is the best form of communication. I would say just that autocratic
0: is much more difficult when you are doing it with people who are at the same skill level
1: as you. Sure.
0: Sure. Because it is harder for for people to see why why does he he doesn't know more than me why is this way right
1: right right
0: so I think that's when the time sensitive can kind of weigh that out because sometimes people are looking for that leadership mm-hmm. but in areas where you have the same skill level which many of us do in football just saying my way my way my way right. is there any is there any time where you think laissez faire in a team setting works
1: when you decentralized when you, decentralized command exactly when you have when you have a team of super highly capable individuals,
0: mm-hmm.
1: this is where it's like, hey, we need hey, Dylan, We have to get from A to B. You and the team figure out how to get there. Check back in when you have the plan. I'll look it over. And then, you know, we should be good to go. Because then then when you do this, you're, the, the subordinates, or in this case, yourself and the rest of the team, it's their plan. They are empowered now because it's their plan. It didn't come from me. It came mm-hmm. from you and the rest of your teammates and because of that you guys are going to perform it to 110 percent because it's your plan you guys so you take
0: more pride you take more pride in it and then you're more inclined to sure perform it because it's
1: because you came up with it for sure i mean you could think of it's like ego it's your ego exactly and as a leader you don't sure you okay the mission is accomplished and you get to be you don't say like oh i knew that you know this is really my plan because I want to get there. No, you give them the success. Mm-hmm. We, we got to be because of you guys. This is your plan. You, yeah. you know, you should be so confident in yourself that you don't need to take any credit for it because they're the ones putting in the work. They're the ones that came in with the plan. And ultimately yeah. they're the ones that put it into action. And force your ego over them.
0: Because that's sometimes a leader you need to do
1: that. Right. Like your ego does need
0: to come out because like an autocratic you need to have an ego to be, to say, I know best
1: mm-hmm.
0: because sometimes that's just a hundred percent needed, right. but a lot of the times, like two big personalities, why create a third in that, that just yeah. creates more fire. Right. So let them, let them, it's almost know, like
1: you're so push this, each
0: other for a little bit and then break it up. You know. So,
1: so in this case, it's like, you know, lead from the front, but no, that's in case you're leading from the back. You're kind of just monitoring Ooh. the situation. And letting them kind of figure it out themselves or you can let other other teammates maybe they're sort of involved and you're just Mm -hmm. making sure it's kind of under control in a way it needs to be dealt with but it's something that like what you said for example they have two huge egos no one is going to tell them anything like they're not receptive to anything any feedback from anyone and Mm. it's like me trying to step in there is just like you're showing to other people that you're going to say something and you truly mean it. But then like, if they don't listen, you're not going to do anything about it.
0: Yeah. So it, it's, it's you know? kind of like, like you're, losing, time res- you kind of to you're losing respect you beat,
1: of the others because pick of your battles, you pick your battles. Exactly. Yeah.
0: You're it right. comes down to those relationships. Doesn't it? I like, I mean, just even more on the decentralized is like, it, I think it is really nice to just show people that they have a little power. Like, you step yeah. back and let someone else lead for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the, I mean, the power in leading other people feels good a lot of the right. times because you feel it feels bigger than you. So yeah. a lot of the times you can skip out because it's like, Oh, you know, I'm only hurting myself. But when it's like a team thing, there's more pressure on you to, or maybe not even more pressure. It's just like, all right, I got to do this for my, you I got to do this for my guys. It's now not just me perform. counting on me. It's, it's other people counting
1: on me. Exactly all I'm caring about is myself, but like now my performance is affecting the group. Yeah. So I have to now take my, I have to go up a level because I'm no longer just worrying about myself. Now, everything I do is affecting the group. Um, I think this is kind of something that you can always do as a leader is like take every opportunity possible to allow them to make the decisions and take the lead on something. Like say they have an idea and it's, Sort of similar to your idea, maybe not as good in your mind, but it's pretty close. Like always, always defer to them. Like let them run with it, because they think going- always. If I think if they're if if they're very close, say the two ideas in any situation are very similar to each other, and is it worth it for to me to just stomp my, stomp my foot and say no, we're doing it my way, and now you're gonna lose this person, or you let their idea go. And now all of a sudden that idea becomes better than yours, or you can, as they're doing their idea, maybe make a suggestion, but it's still their idea, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So you're empowering them to take the lead. As a, I mean, as a leader, you can't do everything. If you're trying to do everything, like you just don't have enough time. Say you're the CEO of a company, you can't possibly do every job. No. Like at some point you have to let people do it on their own and mm-hmm. totally trust their ability to, to perform at the level you want it to be. Maybe it yeah, didn't go 100%. exactly as you planned it, but while they're doing that, now you have the time to go do something else, which you yeah. never would have, been, would have been able to do if you tried to do every other job. Yeah. So I think it 100%. comes, it's like Jack always mentions the dichotomy of leadership. It's like the balance, the balance of leading as, you know, leading from the front or like taking a back seat and letting the people that are skilled, they're there and they're there for a reason, right? Whatever field it is, like these people have the ability, they were hired for the job because they have the ability to do it. They mm-hmm. wouldn't be here otherwise. So, like, let them do their job. So, how would yeah. you describe yourself? Or Honestly, your approach to I, leadership.
0: I think to an extent, I'm pace setting, but I, I believe just because people know that I'm leading by example, where I'm like one of the first ones in, I'm a lot, one of the last ones to leave. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put in that work, and in the game, I'm going to run. The most i'm going to leave everything on the field so i think that level of pace setting um i'm also encouraging guys to try and do the same i don't know i don't think i have such a strong presence as like wow that guy's a leader you know i never really mm-hmm. felt as myself as that guy but i do feel like i'm a leader in terms of where i can be one of the guys that you come to with anything right i think i think i've one thing that I take some pride in is I think I'm very emotionally intelligent where mm-hmm. I can be empathetic to guys and I can, I can see what, what ticks in guys and I can right. see what times guys
1: need and I can see um, you know what guys don't need. Work hard. As a leader, you should be working harder than anyone else on the team. No job is beneath you. Speaking with Dennis Crowley and Dan Hafe at Stockade. Dennis Ooh, Crowley, yeah. super successful as, as a tech startup, created a huge company, now created a football club but he's also the chief t-shirt folder selling. Yeah, 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 yeah. No yeah. job is beneath him, right? He's going to work harder than everyone there. And he's also going to do the job that no one wants to do. Yeah. Like that, that is a, that is a good leader. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm going to clean the floor. So I'm going to stay after and clean the locker room because that's what I was going to say is, I, I don't know if
0: you've read, I think you did the all blacks, the New Zealand rugby team. I, I have it over there, but I haven't finished it. So one, one thing that they really touch on, it's a great book. Uh, yeah. I can't, is there a specific name to it? I just know it as like the all black book, the New Zealand rugby team. Let me just get it quick. It's right there. Okay. You can keep talking to people. I'll keep talking to the people. Wow. Sean's gone. It's My podcast now. Um, this is weird.
1: <laughs> the book's all.
0: I know that I don't have a solo career, Sean. I, I choked. <laughs> it, it, it,
1: it, it's called, uh, I don't know if the green scene you'll see it, but it's called legacy. By James Kerr, what the All Blacks can teach us about the business of life.
0: So essentially one big thing that they touch on is this culture that they've that they've grown and that they've built is where like they clean up everything. They're cleaning their boots, they're cleaning the locker rooms, they're cleaning everything. There's no guy that's, you know, coming in after and and doing these things. And if there is, they're making sure that he has little to no work to do. I find I I I bring extreme ownership out a lot because I think it's one thing that's helped me. One of the ideas that's helped me the most, especially in this journey and being alone and all of these things, Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people have difficulty like coming to the same conclusions from this concept as you or I do. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times people take it a little too seriously. Like, no, obviously that was his fault. Obviously that was her fault, but that's not the point of it. The point of it is that you can always get better and you can always learn. Every opportunity, every failure is just an opportunity to learn. So if you're thinking about it as just you know, two plus two equals four, yeah, I mean, probably it wasn't your fault because you did this, and this person should have done this, and they knew that they had to do this, and their character flaws may have gotten in the way. But that's not the point of it. But that's your ego talking. That's your ego talking, and that's just always, that's a dangerous road because then it's just deferring blame, and you're not taking something from the situation. What you're taking is he's not good enough or she's not good enough when every situation you can take from, I can get better at the situation, I could have done this next time, and I can be an even better leader, I can be an even better teammate. Now, I think a lot of people, one of the reasons maybe they have difficulty with this is because it's like, people often take it as too much of a self judgment, like, oh, it's my fault. And that can Mm be kind of hard for people to swallow, especially when it is like, totally completely entire your fault and everything rested on you you missed Mm -hmm. the last shot but it's like it's it's that's being scared of failure which people always are Mm -hmm. and once once you're not afraid like what can you accomplish we come back to different versions of that quote too like the, the sky really is the limit when you see failure and you see it's that black box thinking another book that people should read is when you see that failure it's a good thing it's an because that's just an opportunity to get better.
1: Footwork is sponsored by
0: ourselves. But also, Kong Fitness and Merchant Designs, baby. Follow us on Instagram at footwork underscore podcast. Twitter is at footwork podcast. YouTube and Facebook, just check out footwork podcast. Search it. Email us if you need anything, any questions at footworkpodcast at gmail.com. And remember, plug, plug, Pass. Tell your parents, Amazon delivery guy, mailman, I don't know who, just tell
1: them. Like, subscribe, review, all of it helps. Danke.